This episode is dedicated to my boyfriend, Bad Bunny, my favorite Pisces, the love of my life, my soul, my heart, my everything, the one that I will marry. <laughs> it's Pisces season, and I I'm have... I'm sorry <laughs> to interrupt you, but I genuinely had no idea he was a Pisces. He's a Pisces sun and moon. I literally did not know and that. Mar- like, not even close. The love of my life is... A Pisces. Wow. Pisces moon, Pisces sun. I have a very specific bias for Pisces placements because I am in love with someone who's famous who has Pisces placements. So welcome to the episode. Welcome back. Blame it on the stars podcast. You know the drill. An astrology podcast where we give you the tea on what's happening in the universe. And today... We are here to give you a nice little long rundown on Pisces season. Pisces season is here, out with the old, in with the new. It's the last, like, sign. So the astrological New Year is going to be coming up real soon. We're at the grand finale. The New Year's Eve of astrology is within Pisces season. So we're here. We're vibing. We're live, laugh, loving. Yeah, I'm excited. I don't really know why. Probably because, you know, I feel like it's almost April and my birthday's in April. <laughs> you just said fuck Aries season. Yeah, well, Aries season like goes so quick in my opinion because it's the beginning of it. So I always feel very motivated again. Like, I don't know why, but I feel like Pisces season is like the end of winter in my head. And then Aries season is basically Taurus season, which is my birthday. <laughs> so that's how I'm viewing these things, I can say, because, you know, flips hair. I'm in art school. I really am going to be enjoying these Pisces creative vibes and yeah so if you are new to this podcast then you might not know this but if you're a regular listener then you already know the drill whenever we enter a new signs season you know so we're just finishing Aquarius season before that was Capricorn season now we're heading into Pisces season and the next thing you know it'll be Aries season Whenever we enter a specific signs season, just overall, all of us kind of begin to embody that energy of that sign. So during Aquarius season, we were all becoming very Aquarian in nature. I literally even said I feel like I morphed into an Aquarius. Like those transits were hitting me differently. Like I legitimately became an Aquarius for like a month. So Pisces season, we're all going to start to embody those Piscean qualities. You know, my Pisces besties are going to be really feeling themselves because it's their season, their birth time, their birth month. What time are you born? You know, the drill. Anyways, so expect all of those Pisces like qualities to just really, you know, become a part of you. I have a little disclaimer too, which is don't be sitting here judging this episode because we're going to talk about water sign energy. And I know that the stigma is that water sign energy is annoying because all we do is cry. And I want you to get that out of your head because Pisces season is going to be great. It's also probably worth mentioning 
that, you know, we're about to go through everything that's going to happen in Pisces season and some of it is like kind of far away from now or at least from when this, you know, gets released. So just a little reminder that this episode will be relevant all the way through to the end of Pisces season. So if you, you know, are going through some interesting times later on, you can always come back and reference this. Yeah. So what can we expect during Pisces season? What is the Pisces vibe all about? So we're going to be feeling so much more romantic, daydreamy, you know, our intuition is going to be on point. Like you're going to smell bullshit from a mile away. You're going to know what's going to happen next. You're going to be picking up on other people's energies. You're going to be feeling all the like feelings. And I don't even mean that in like an emotional way. Like I could literally be like Kara's going through a bad day without her even saying a singular thing to me. And I would just know intuitively you might know too if I'm having a bad day. You might sense it before I can even sense it or your neighbor or your best friend or whoever. You're going to start to feel what's going on, the energy. You might even be like, oh, I shouldn't do that because I have a bad feeling. And let me tell you that bad feeling's probably correct. Pisces season. Yeah, it's really important that you trust all of those gut feelings or intuition during this time. I know that this time of the year too is when I tend to like bulk create playlists on Spotify. Like I was recently like going through trying to like, you know, delete old playlists and whatever because, you know, I'm a Taurus and I like to collect things, including a terrible playlist with only one song on it. So I was going through all of that, trying to figure my life out. And I realized that so many playlists I create like literally during Pisces season, which is wild. But also, you know, again, Pisces is very creative. Typically when people have Pisces placements too, they really feel very connected to music. I know other water signs probably can also relate, but I did want to mention that little fun fact as well. Yeah. <laughs> if you want Kara and anyone who's listening a one song playlist I have one called songs to feel iconic or songs that make you feel iconic and it's literally just umbrella by Rihanna or I think she wants it to be pronounced Rihanna so let me correct myself it's umbrella by Rihanna and that's the only song that's on it and as we know you know Savage Fenty herself is a Pisces so maybe you want to listen to Umbrella. I'm like, I have one that's only one song and it's like covers that are actually good. Like, I don't know what I what my goal was. Like, I just thought that I was going to find a lot of covers and no, didn't work out. Covers are not good. <laughs> yeah, no. But in general, if you're not, you know, making playlists, you're going to be really feeling more creative than usual. Now, that doesn't mean that you're going to turn into Pablo Picasso overnight or like, you, you know, sure? Van Gogh. I mean, you could for all we know. <laughs> so if like, I don't even know who was the artist who lost their ear, but if you no, lose your... No, Jade, you do know it was Van Gogh. We went to the museum together. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. I was, I get confused. Oh, we went to a... yes okay it's all coming back to me (laughs) anyways so maybe you become van gogh or maybe your creativity is literally just like expressing yourself with fashion trying on new outfits maybe you like makeup and now you're wearing a different eyeshadow than usual creativity literally doesn't have to mean you know painting the mona lisa it could literally mean having new ideas for instagram posts or i don't know like redecorating your room creativity doesn't have to mean you know becoming Mozart so regardless 
If you feel a bit more lost, though, during this time, it is to be expected, and we'll get into why you might be a little bit more sensitive than usual, and you might want to run away from your problems from time to time. We'll talk about why that's going to go on. Don't blame it on Pisces. Blame it on Neptune. Yes. Let's get into it. So when does Pisces season start? February 18th. That's pretty damn quick. So once that little, you know, ball of fire, the sun, moves into Pisces, that's when we begin to take on all of those you know, Piscean vibes. So everything that we just talked about is going to be felt during, you know, Pisces season. So now I will say this Pisces season is going to be very Pisces compared to usual. So you're probably like, Jade, what that, what does that mean? Like, what are you saying? Neptune, right? The modern ruler of Pisces is in Pisces. How many more times can I say Pisces? Neptune, is in Pisces, where the sun will be as well. So what on earth does that mean? Wow, it just means that all of those Pisces vibes are now super amplified. You know, all of the things with intuition, spirituality, creativity, feeling a bit lost, but also more like romantic, daydreaming, the rose-colored glasses, being a little bit in a fog, all of that is going to be so strong. So if you feel like extremely just like a Pisces during Pisces season, it is completely normal. And if you're like curious, like, okay, well, like, how is this going to impact me specifically in your own life? Like, we got you. I know in particular, depending on which house system we use, Pisces is my second house, which deals with self-worth and self-growth kind of in a way. It also deals with money. So I'm expecting to have some type of feeling of loss, like, like not loss, feeling of confusion, feeling of just like, what on earth am I? Who am I having these kind of moments? So if you're curious to know what Pisces season is going to look like specifically for you, you can always book a reading with us on Hey Hero. We have a discount code for 30% off if you want to use it. It's STARS, all capitals, like S-T-A-R-S. That is one that I actually do know how to spell. So I'm going to pat myself on the back for that one. But yeah, if you want to ask us any questions related to, you know, Pisces season, anything that we mentioned in this episode or anything else in general, go hit us up over there. We send you a little video back, which is super cute, I think. I always go over. I recently figured out because it says it can only be four minutes, but I've been sending them like way longer. So yeah, if you want a little video, if you want your questions answered, Hey Hero is the place to go and the link will be in the description. Right after we enter Pisces season on February 20th, Mercury, that motherfucking planet that has been ruining my life. For real though. Decide... (laughs) Literally. No joke. We said it. We said it. Mercury retrograde was going to be bad. And everyone was like, don't listen to the people scaring you. I'm like, listen, we never try to scare people. We were just being honest that this Mercury retrograde was going to suck. And it did. But guess what? It's over on February 20th. Kind of. Keyword kind of. February 20th, Mercury will go direct. Now, that's great. We love that. Mercury retrograde is over. But 
do know that with the end of a Mercury retrograde, there is still like a one to two week buffer called the post shadow where those effects are still kind of lingering. So don't like go out and start celebrating and doing some big, wild, crazy stuff because, you know, Mercury's still in the background, you know, a little whack. But regardless, communication is back on track. While Mercury's still in Aquarius, we could be feeling still a bit more detached than usual, taking a step back from our emotions, having these original ideas, being really, again, creative, forward-thinking, and again, continuing to have all of these realizations. But I think it'll be really nice because those realizations will come after the retrograde, after everything just kind of sort of fell apart. Yeah, that's why Jade and I have both been saying to not make any, you know, big decisions or take action on any of your realizations recently because Mercury is retrograde currently. But as we mentioned, it's going to go direct on February 20th, which is in seven days from right now, which I'm really excited about because Mercury retrograde has been really affecting my life. But yeah, during that post shadow, you know, that's when a lot of things are kind of going to like be concluded or you'll start to like, you know, anything that the retrograde kind of messed up or had you questioning or anything like that, that this is really where you'll find things to actually be resolved, which is, you know, fun to look forward to. And I do want to mention the fact that it will be conjunct Jupiter, very social energy, but also in honor of recent events she who shall not be named you know if you listen to last week's episode then you already know what i'm talking about but i actually have been seeing maybe jade agrees with me on this that you know i feel like the community the astrological community has really come together since those events which is really exciting and i think that with mercury still being in aquarius and the conjunction to jupiter and all of that's going to continue to highlight that you know, supportive community, if that makes any sense at all. Yes, I feel that. I feel like we're all one big family right now, and it's oddly kind of nice. I mean, it sucks that we all came together like this, but, like, because someone was doing, like, terrible, horrible things. But let's move on. February 25th. We are all going to fall in love. I'm so dramatic. February 25th, Venus enters Pisces. So we're all going to be in love. Like, I feel it. Venus in Pisces. Let me tell you, when Venus, the planet of relationships, right? That's what Venus deals with. Relationships. It also deals with beauty, finances, other things that goes on in there. But I know that everyone who's listening to this doesn't really give a shit about any of those things because you all care about love. So Venus... (laughs) goes into Pisces, which is a very daydreamy type energy when it comes to romance. And I know actually quite a few people who have their Venus in Pisces and like it is literally like falling in love with love itself. Like the idea of romance, the idea of being with someone is going to be very strong and you're going to be really drawn towards that. So I'm ready to have some emotions injected back into my body. So we're going to really be falling in love with love and really sort of more willing to go to the end for someone like you know if you're like hurt or if you're like upset like or no if someone that you love or someone that you care about is like hurt or upset like you're going to be willing to just do all that you can to help and make them feel better and like you know really connect and be with someone it's very like romantic and very like I don't know I don't know the word for it 
strong. I'm thinking in Spanish. I'm like, it's fuerte. Strong. Like, that's literally strong. Yeah. It's strength in being vulnerable. Because Pisces is such a soft, sweet energy. Venus is actually exalted in Pisces. So that's why, you know, this placement or when this happens in the sky, aka the transits, when this happens... This is why everyone gets so romantic and why everyone wants to, you know, be doing the most in terms of their love life. But I think it will be very refreshing. It's another way that we can kind of, you know, connect in these weird times that we're living through. A lot of creativity. I know I mentioned this in the beginning of Pisces in general, but Venus too is all about the aesthetics and things like that. So that will also continue to kind of enhance our creativity and our willingness and ability to actually connect with others on a personal level. And yes, Venus does deal with our romantic relationships but also our friendships and things like that as well i will say though that like if you're someone who like is single and like crushing on someone be mindful that you know you might really start to daydream a lot about them you know i know how it is you put on like one ariana grande song and now you're envisioning your life with them and you're getting married and running off into the sunset together i am thinking about my husband again who i can't have i'm so dramatic but you know like that's what you're probably gonna want to start to do or you know I see a lot of people tweeting about, like, making romantic scenarios in their head before going to sleep. Even if you're not single, like, you might really start to do this with, like, your partner. Like, really looking at them through rose-colored glasses and just sort of being like, wow, like, they're my everything, the love of my life. Like, oh my god. I don't even know what that accent is, but, like, that's what you're doing in your head. You're like, oh my god, I love them. Like, I love you. I love you. Yeah, we probably should put a big, what did I say last time, some caution tape around this transit though because while it is all well and good, you know, it's really important to still stay grounded and to not put people on a pedestal or, you know, overly romanticize people who are, aren't are the best for you. I'll digress now. Yeah, <laughs> we'll talk a lot about Venus and Pisces. Because we're going to have its own episode on it because this like transit will be very heavily aspected and you know like we've got Neptune in the mix, Pluto in the mix, Uranus in the mix. Like it's going to be pretty hefty. Boundaries are going to be a big thing that we're going to need to talk about. So stay tuned for next week because we have a lot to talk about with this one. Because just the vibes are strong. Strong. Yeah, so if you don't want to miss it, you should probably, I don't know, subscribe or follow. Find us on Instagram or Twitter. I don't know if Jade, you want to say all the ads because I definitely will mess it up. (laughs) Yes, so if you want to stay in the know and know when we start talking about your love life and what is going to happen to you and you want to be informed and not led in the wrong direction and you want to stay woke – then you're going to want to follow us on Instagram, Astro Millennials. We are also at BLME The Stars. On Twitter, it is the same at BLME The Stars. I am Astro with a zero instead of an O, J-A-D-E. And Kara is Astro with a zero instead of an O, K-A-R-A. Make sure you're following us. You're listening to this on Spotify. And the same thing, subscribe to us if you are on Apple Podcasts. And also while you're there, if you want to be nice and 
feeling kind, like the Piscean energy that's in the air, you can always leave us a nice little rating and review and it'll be much appreciated. But yeah, stay in the know because next week we've got, we've got tea. We've got a lot to talk about. You're going to want to sit down with some coffee for that one or tea or whatever you drink. Water, stay hydrated. White Gatorade? <laughs> White Gatorade in a, squeeze, in a squeezy bottle. That's what Jade and I used to live off of in college. <laughs> when we lived together, I don't understand what our obsession was with it, but we would like wake up and we'd be like, we need a white Gatorade. And we would go to like our little corner store and like literally just buy that and like a bagel and it was bliss. Bagel with avocado. Bagel, yes, bagel with avocado <laughs> and then a white Gatorade from the squeezy bottle. It was incredible. <laughs> the vibes were immaculate back then. So depressing, but. Next up, we have the full moon in Virgo, and I'm a Virgo moon, so, you know, my lunar return and whatever else, just kidding, it's not about me. Full moons are a time of releasing and letting go. It's, you know, they kind of represent the culmination of a lot of things, so it's kind of like the door is closing so that 12 new ones could open kind of energy, and that's happening on February 27th because I don't think I said that yet. And yeah, I'm actually really excited for it. I need it. And during this time, we're really going to be letting go of perfectionism and the need to do everything correctly. I know that that is something that I actively have to work on in my own life because, you know, I could literally sit down and like edit or write a paper or do whatever, (laughs) make our graphics for like hours until it's perfect. But sometimes we have to let go of that. So if you have any Virgo placements and you definitely know what I'm talking about, Also, this is going to be a very big time of actually taking care of ourselves and being honest with ourselves and doing what we need to do in order to put ourselves first. Sometimes, you know, this energy can make us be a little bit critical or a little bit too hard on ourselves. So it's going to be really important actually for us to be compassionate and to, you know, acknowledge how far we've come and acknowledge all of the good things that are going on in our lives. But no worries, we are going to have a full episode on this when the time comes. So we just wanted to give you a little bit of a sneak preview i'm sure neptune will also be involved too i think that the it'll have to happen opposite neptune right yeah so next week's episode i know that we keep hyping it that's gonna be a big one to want to listen to because it's gonna also we're gonna talk about venus and pisces and the full moon in virgo and those two energies like it's we can talk obviously if they're gonna have its own episode we're gonna talk about it for a full hour there's so much like juice that comes out of that and so much important information that deals with your own healing your own energy your own boundaries it's so important that we didn't want to like give the full story just yet because it's gonna need an episode of its own so be on the lookout for next week because again like that energy is just very intense and we have a lot to say about it but just know that it's coming don't worry we're not gonna like leave you like in the unknown you're gonna have the full story just next week because like we said it's a lot but Let's fast forward into March, specifically March 3rd. We're marching into March with Mars. What a tongue twister. Marching into March with Mars. Anyway, Mars, that that little aggressive planet will be entering Gemini. And that's my Mars return. And let me tell you, Mars in Gemini energy 
is hysterical. Yes, I am talking about myself. I am so funny. I crack myself up. I laugh at my own jokes. My coworkers think I'm insane because I'll just be standing. And next thing you know, I'm like, <laughs> and they're like, what? I'm like, I just thought of something funny. And they're like, Jade. And I'm like, <laughs> and like literally, like that's Mars and Gemini. You're going to think everything is so funny. You're going to be making mad jokes. Everything's going to be a good time. We're going to giggle. We're going <laughs> to, we're going to laugh. I will say though, when Mars enters Gemini, your mind and energy might go all over the place. You might want to be multitasking everything. You might be doing what I do to Kara all the time, which is calling someone. I call her while I'm doing a million things at once because the multitasking energy is very real with Mars and Gemini. It's very just easily distracted, very all over the place, very scattered. So just be prepared for that. If you're not used to that type of energy, that's coming in March. You're going to want to keep yourself organized because when Mars enters Gemini, it's like, whoa, everything is everywhere. All of it is. But here's some some inside scoop from a Mars and Gemini person herself, which is be careful not to roast people. It's very easy to do that. And you might start roasting people on March 3rd and onwards. And you might be ready to come through with the receipts. It's very likely that screenshots will come in handy if you do find yourself in an argument and you're going to want to pull them out real quick. But you might start getting a little flirty, you know? You might be in your little Tatiana moments when Mars is in Gemini from a Mars and Gemini person herself. You might be a little bust down Tatiana because... Mars and Gemini hates being bored, so have some activities planned for yourself in March, you know, COVID safe, and, you know, maybe one of those activities is getting vaccinated, but yeah, moral of the story is you might get real bored real easily and feel a little flirty, you know, life is a big joke, it's a little party, Mars and Gemini, yeah. I do just want to backtrack a second to one of your first points about feeling maybe a bit scattered or like you're doing a lot of different things. If you haven't noticed, there's a lot of mutable energy during Pisces season because Pisces, Virgo, and Gemini, they're all, you know, mutable signs, which are all about adapting and changing. So really kind of honing in on that, being open to new things, being open to different possibilities, just kind of vibing, going with the flow is definitely, you know, an energy that you should welcome during this time. Of course, Mars will be in Taurus up until March 3rd. So we still will have some of that fixed energy. But I did want to mention that. And also, you know, just because it still is like low key the beginning of the year, it's only February, like 2021 hasn't really been happening for that long. But just to give you like a little heads up, all of the fixed sign seasons will be more difficult. We've kind of mentioned this briefly, I want to say in one of our first episodes, but just in case you have recently found us or if you've forgotten because you know, that happens. I have to remind myself of this too. But yeah, the seasons that are, you know, ruled by fixed signs, meaning Aquarius season that just happened, Taurus season, Leo season, and then Scorpio season, those ones are going to be a bit more intense because, you know, Saturn's over there in Aquarius. I won't get into too much detail, but I did just want to mention that and that, you know, being adaptable during Pisces season overall will be really important. Yeah, so let's let's conclude. What's the last final moments of Pisces season? 
We've got a new moon in Pisces on March 13th. Really good for healing of the self, getting in touch with your spiritual side. That's going to be key for manifesting. Like March 13th is like prime day for manifestation. Listening to your intuition. We'll talk more about that as we get closer because like that's so far away from now. We haven't even hit February 13th, the day that we're recording this. So actually I lied. That's today. We're recording this on February 13th. So that's in like a full month from now, so we'll worry about that later, but start off good for manifesting, March 13th, good for healing, good for spirituality. And we don't say that lightly either. We don't say you should manifest in every single new moon. I mean, you can, totally. That's 100% possible, but this is definitely one of the ones that's a bit more, what's the word, favorable, I guess, for manifestation, which is why we're mentioning it. Yeah. We like to keep it real, as you know, so... Just know that that when we say it's good for manifesting, we mean it. Like when we say Mercury retrograde is going to be bad, we mean it. Yeah. So. Wish we were then, wrong, but. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. <laughs> we do not clout chase here. We keep it accurate. Informative. Informative. I don't even know if that's how you say it. I just, I don't, what world am I on? Pisces energy. Well, it's probably because you're going to talk about Mercury entering Pisces next, where Mercury does not like to be. (laughs) Yeah, Mercury will enter Pisces on March 15th. This is the last moment of Pisces season. It's going to linger into Aries season. And I mean, like, no offense if you have your Mercury in Pisces, but like Mercury does not like to be in Pisces. So expect, you know, mid-March and onward, a little bit of a miscommunication, zoning out, daydreaming, you know, your mind's just in the clouds. Yeah, it's a very indirect kind of energy. I can say that again, it's really good for creativity, your intuition. Also, when people have the Mercury in Pisces, like they tend to be people who are really compassionate, really kind in the way that they speak. So we might see some of that energy. But as we mentioned, Mercury is, I believe it's in fall or detriment. I always forget. I get them mixed up in Pisces. So it's not really acting its best. It's not functioning its best. It's thinking more in terms of like metaphors and big pictures and things like that. But when it comes to like addressing things head on, yeah, Mercury in Pisces is definitely not the best time to be doing that. Yeah, again, that's like very far away from now. So we'll talk more on it when we get there. But just like no march 15th and onward is gonna be a little bit funky like it's gonna feel like a lazy river yeah but one that you've been in for like four hours and maybe you had a few drinks and now you're like i don't even know where i am i'm just kind of floating tara take it away okay mythbusters has entered the chat and we're here to bust all of your pisces myths and we got a lot of them yeah i Per usual, it's always so depressing to see this, like, whenever we ask, like, oh, what do you think are the biggest misconceptions about, like, your sign to whatever sign is in question? So if you're an Aries, know that I'll probably be hitting you up in a month to be like, hey, give me the tea, but Pisces came through and it was so depressing. Like, it's always depressing to hear that just, like, people really 
like meme the fuck out of someone's personality and can make them feel so horrible and we're here per usual to shed some truth bring some light into the situation and tell it like it is so myth number one and I know you all say this to every single water sign you know I'm gonna get mad about this but Pisces are big crybabies and super emotional first of all as a water sign, this is that people say this to Pisces, people say this to Cancer, people say this to Scorpio. We all get told we're crybabies. What I prefer is that we just release our emotion when it happens and we don't hold on to it forever. So maybe they do cry for like a moment, but it's not like forever. It's not like it's like, you know, you know what I mean? It's okay to cry. Like, society said that you shouldn't and that's fucked up like literally it's okay if they have an emotion like it's not a bad thing emotional intelligence is real and it's a good thing i don't have any pisces placements but as a child i was always called a crybaby fun fact i used to cry at like literally anything I wonder where that is in my chart anyways like literally like the smallest thing would happen i would cry and then like Whatever. I had to learn that, you know, having emotions is okay. And I really think that when water signs in general are kind of like labeled as crybabies and super emotional, really just grinds my gears and it gets me really angry because we all need to process our emotions. I say this all the time, but like, you know, you have to feel the feelings in order to like release them and whatever else. So yeah, I just, emotions are healthy. We all need to have them. I don't understand. (laughs) Me either. Like I would rather like cry when I'm upset about something than to like act like it doesn't bother me and keep it bottled inside forever. But then it comes out later anyway, so. Exactly. Your feelings don't disappear. I don't know who needs to hear that, but they don't just go away if you ignore them. They go somewhere. Also, other signs have emotions too. Like, you know, fire signs have emotions. Earth signs have emotions. Like, why is this only... Fire signs have big emotional outbursts but no one wants to talk why about it. is this only ever labeled as a water sign thing is beyond me i don't even know like also sorry. no go go speak no one is just purely one sign we all have a chart <laughs> like i don't know why i feel like that's important to mention too but like you know yeah literally yeah. look at i know it's rihanna i keep wanting to say rihanna but like look at her like she has so many, like, Aries placements, and, like, I think she's got Sag, too, or something, but, like, she's a Pisces, but, like, would you look at her and be, like, oh, like, big crybaby? No. No. You would look Never. at her and be, like, savage, like, literally. Anyway, myth number two, Pisces are illogical and pushovers. Literally, why would you ever say that about someone, first of all? Like, illogical how like no the thing with Pisces is that they're just like intuitive and like you might not understand their intuition but like their intuition never fails them they're guided by their gut you know and that's not a bad thing it's just different than being like you know 
Virgo, like, which is the opposite of Pisces, like, you know, where Virgos would rather have a structure and, like, look at, like, expectations to make a choice, but Pisces would rather follow their gut and their intuition to make a choice, and neither of them are wrong, especially if the Pisces who makes the choice, like, follows their intuition and it's right and they feel good about it, then why are you sitting here shitting on them for not, like, I don't know, having a rubric to follow? Like, you know, like, it's just different. But I wouldn't even say that they're illogical. They just do what feels right. And I think that sometimes, like, your intuition can be more powerful than doing the logical thing. But, like, they still can be logical. They still can. They're mutable signs. They're adaptable. If the situation is calling for them to, like, make a decision based on logic rather than emotion and, like, that's the more effective thing to do, like, yeah, they'll do that for sure. They're mutable. They go with the flow. But, like, that's not – like you know I don't know I don't know I don't know we live in a society that really like values math and like linear thinking and all of that so if you're like you know what I mean like Jade literally was just saying intuition is you know like it's a valid way of doing things you're allowed to be creative you don't have to do things the way that everyone else wants to do it and I also can say that all of my friends who are Pisces like I feel like I've heard them say things like this or like you know I feel like they're aware like they're aware that they're creative like they're aware that they make decisions based on their intuition and whatever else and like they're not stupid like I don't know how else to say that like they're not dumb like I feel like you're sitting here and like oh they're logical they don't know what they're doing but that's just not that's just not what's happening at all and yeah also regarding pushovers that one really bothers me especially because people like to say that about Libras too and any other sign that you know is labeled as people pleasing whatever but that's just they just care a lot, you know? So they get viewed as, you know, being a pushover, being someone they, that can be easily manipulated or whatever else just because of the fact that they care about others. But, you know, everyone needs to set boundaries and it's not fair to label someone as anything like that just based on their sign. I'm like, are they pushovers or are you just manipulating someone's, like, emotions and care towards you? Think about it that way. Are they a pushover or are you just a manipulative little fuck? <laughs> you know? Like, if someone really cares about you and wants to, like, you know, make things work, like, and you see that as being a pushover and then try to take advantage of it, that sounds like a you problem and it's a big you problem that, like, needs therapy. That's so problematic. That is so fucked up. So are they a pushover or are you just taking advantage of them? They're caring people. Like, I was saying to Kara, like, I love Pisces because they're always the first person to understand when I'm having a really bad day. They're the first person to reach out to me. Like, I I cry a lot in public. I just, like, don't know why. It just happens that most of my meltdowns occur, like, in public spaces. Maybe it's my, like, third house moon that's just, like, out and about and then, like, has a breakdown. Like, I cry at work a lot. Like, I, I cry on the subway. Like, <laughs> I can't help it. Like, I mean, I do cry at home, but, like, there's just some moments where, like, it just all falls apart. 
But anyway, this isn't about me. But like during those moments where like I'm like about to like lose it, like it's always the Pisces that is the first person to empathize with me. And why would that empathetic like energy make them a pushover? It just means that they're empathetic. Like they're not at all. Like they care. And like that's a beautiful thing. Like I'm so appreciative of the fact that like if I'm having a bad day, they reach out. Like what on earth makes that pushover energy? Like just because they're nice? Like, you know, I think we, I sound like you, we live in a society where it's just like all about like being tough, individualistic capitalism, like, oh, like all I'm going to do is just like step on everyone to get to the top. Like that is so fucked up. Whatever happened about like showing kindness to others, whatever happened about like understanding why people behave the way that they do like you never know what someone is going through you never know what they're feeling and Pisces placements are so good at picking up on that energy and like understanding others why is that being labeled as a pushover I think that this is a bigger problem (laughs) I'm like so mad okay so Before we get into myth number three, I do want to say a quick little PSA, like, disclaimer that, like, what I'm about to say, like, could be very triggering to some people, specifically those who've struggled with, like, you know, substances. So you might want to fast forward a few minutes into the episode if you, like, are triggered by that, but... With that being said, myth number three is that Pisces have addictions and are addicted to, I've heard, like, drugs and, like, alcohol. And literally, what on earth is that? Like, first of all, addictions and addictive personalities is not equated to a zodiac sign. That's, like, a legitimate issue. Like, that's a legitimate problem. And to sit there and, like, label one specific sign as something like that is literally just so beyond fucked up. And it's, I like, I have no words for how fucked up that is. Yeah, unless you are someone who is, like, a legitimate, like, therapist, psychologist, went to school for it and studied astrology and you're working in a clinical setting where someone is coming to you for these kinds of services, I don't think that you have any reason to be making any sort of claim about any sign in addictions or any sign in any other mental health issues. Yeah, it's just not the place at all. And I know people love to talk about it in memes and everything else, but it's just, it's not okay. Like, I, you know, again, not to talk about myself, But to give an example, like, I would always see memes that, like, oh, people with, like, Gemini placements are so easily distracted. Like, oh, they're so scatterbrained, blah, blah, blah. And I recently was diagnosed with ADHD and I had no idea that I had that. And I was just, like, blaming it on, you know, astrology or whatever. 
because of memes like that's a legitimate separate issue outside of astrology like that's like a legitimate thing in my head that's has nothing to do with astrology like you know like to sit here and say these certain things can cause a lot of harm whether it's the person who now falsely thinks they have it or someone who like is avoiding getting like help because they're blaming it on astrology like it's not okay like again unless you're like literally like a therapist stepping in and talking about this stuff and has studied astrology like no we can't be associating mental health with astrology because its use is so like problematic and just like no like you just it's like when I see people talk about serial killers and astrology like what are you saying like to be like oh well like everyone who's ever been a serial killer is like yeah but like why are you saying that now someone might think that they're you know like just don't just don't get involved shut up yeah Especially because a lot of, what are they saying, modern astrology is psychologically based, but I don't know. There really is a fine line, and astrologers aren't therapists. Like, you know, unless someone, for whatever reason, has both of those certifications, and, like, there's that mutual understanding that this is, like, you know, for that, then I guess you're free to do what you want. But if you're just a random person, I really just, it can just be so damaging and so unhelpful. Myth number four. Pisces live in la-la land and can't face reality. I – have you heard of, like, being creative? Where do you think creative ideas come from? Our imagination. Like, is it la-la land or are they just coming up with new ideas? Are they just being creative? Also – Pisces are very spiritual in nature just like it tends to just be that way that they tend to be really into spirituality and in order to manifest you have to visualize and like you know create ideas and pictures in your head they meditate and are thinking about their goals are they not facing reality no they're just visualizing their goals why like they why can't they do both why can't they be facing reality why can't they be a human being functioning in society and also have an active imagination would bad bunny have produced three incredible albums in one year without being a pisces who has an imagination no and he's very much in reality i would assume i'm not right now because we're married in my head yeah I, I, this is the point, this happens every single episode where I just give up because like, I, like what, like what even is that? What is that? I can't, it just makes me so angry. What do you mean live in la la land? Like we're not supposed to dream. We're supposed to stay stuck in reality and be pessimistic all the time. No, it's not what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. Like, sorry your life sucks and that you're mad that a Pisces has, like, some hope. Yeah, like, just... Or an imagination. Big hater energy. Stop projecting. Anyway, last myth. Myth number five, Pisces ghost people. You all said this about Aquarius, too. So, like, I just want to know, like, what, what, what do you, like... Maybe they just weren't in the mood to respond. Maybe they were busy. Like, why? I mean, I'll give it to an Aquarius. Like, yeah, for sure. They definitely do. And Pisces might. But it's not, like, 
intentional? Like, why are we taking this as, like, something that's so intentional? Like, you know, maybe they were just busy. Maybe they were having a bad day and they didn't want to say something while they were stressed out or they didn't want to, like, have an emotional reaction. That could have been horrible if they were having a bad day. Why is it like, oh, they were ghosting me? Like, no. Have some empathy. Maybe they were busy. Yeah, also I feel like Pisces can be a bit shy. So if something happens that they and they feel uncomfortable or they don't know where they stand, they'll probably just not reach out to you. And 9 out of 10 times, this is like even based on my own life, if I ever have had a situation with the Pisces that, I don't know, was weird, didn't go well or whatever, or I feel like they haven't reached out to me in a while, if you just reach out to them, they'll probably answer you. Ridiculous. Anyway, let's talk about some good things about Pisces. Let's get some tea. Let's share the share the real the real facts. Pisces are actually so intelligent. No one gives them enough credit for that, specifically because their emotional intelligence can help them navigate life. Like their intuition is really so strong. It's like literally a superpower for them. Like they're able to pick up on the vibe, sense what's going on, and make smart moves based off of that. They're not going to get themselves in bad situations because their intuition is navigating them away from that. They're able to really just connect with others and understand another person's perspective on such a deep level that it makes them smarter human beings because they're able to take on all of these new perspectives and new ideas. And, like, that is so, like – it's genius to be able to understand someone on that level like you're fully taking in all that they have to offer and like digesting it like that's I don't know it's it's wild to me I think that they're really smart and no one gives them enough credit for that yeah and because they do all of that it makes them so understanding like I swear talking to a Pisces venting to a Pisces if they have the energy for it you know asking can I vent goes a long way I'm sure Jade can relate to that but yeah they are so kind so compassionate I always feel so comfortable when I'm talking to a Pisces they tend to be also like very I don't know what's the opposite of judgmental non-judgmental open-minded that's what I was looking for and yeah and because again they have that emotional intelligence when you're going through something they know how to support you because they know how to support themselves in experiencing emotions which is just it's a whole other type of vibe like I always say this if you want practical advice go to an earth sign but if you want someone to just be there with you and listen to you like a water sign a Pisces is definitely the best way to go I also mentioned this already but they are so adaptable just because Pisces is a mutable sign they're really chill they're really able to go with the flow and I just really appreciate that about them Yeah, like, if I was to be like, hey, something came up, I need to cancel, or can we reschedule, like, I'm not going to get into a fight with the Pisces after. They're going to be like, hey, no worries. And, like, yeah, maybe, like, it might suck in the moment, but they understand that, like, something genuinely came up, and then we literally move on. We reschedule and continue on with their day, and then, you know, like, it's good. I think that we need to be more adaptable in that sense. And like, I just genuinely appreciate my Pisces friends for being so, again, just like understanding and their adaptability is so important. But anyway, another fun fact, (laughs) psychic Pisces are psychic as fuck. They have a really strong bullshit radar. Again, their intuition is just so strong. They really know how to like see into the future and even just because Kara and I are, like, involved with spiritual Twitter, astrology Twitter, like, 
those Pisces placements who are like spiritualists are so gifted. It's insane. Like, wow. Like, incredible. Anyway, I just had to throw that in there. But yeah, no, Pisces are really good at knowing what's going to happen next. And I think that that is like literally an actual like superpower. It's, I have no words for it. Yeah, like it actually happened to me once because I'm like someone who I'm mutuals with, I guess. I don't really know, but she's not a spiritual account, but we follow each other on Twitter or whatever. And I remember I tweeted something about, I think I tweeted something about like wanting to redo my room, something that had to do with my room. And this person has Pisces placements and she replied and was like, why am I thinking about, I forgot. I don't even know any of the correct words, but you know, like that, like neutral things with like the, with like the green plants and like, I don't know. Jade could definitely do it way better. I don't watch enough HGTV, but she essentially replied to that tweet where I mentioned something about my room with the exact like decorations, like how I envisioned it. And she didn't even consider herself, you know, psychic, wasn't a reader, nothing like that, just was vibing with Pisces placement. So that's definitely true. That was my point. (laughs) Yeah. Also, Pisces can literally manifest anything for themselves because they're so just like trusting in the universe and so connected to like their spirituality even if they're not aware that they are they are like they just they just are like you know I why do I keep wanting to talk about bad bunny like I literally sound like such a fangirl but like hello like literally manifested being like on like WWE but anyway I do know that with like a lot of Pisces placements because they're so optimistic about their goals they're really able to make things happen I have a really like good Pisces friend and I know that she is like living her best life like getting a job like you know, really making things happen for herself. I also remember, like, this random Pisces that I, like, used to work with. Like, she wanted to be, like, in fashion school so bad and, like, literally manifested that for herself. Like, it's insane. Like, the power of their minds is just incredible. Like, they can really make things happen when they want to. (laughs) I'm like, last but not least... Pisces have great taste. I know that we mentioned this. Pisces are creative. They're very artistic too. But for real, I feel like every single Pisces I know has is like just like so aesthetic. Like there's really no other way to kind of describe it. And maybe that's just my Libra rising that just really notices this and really picks up on it. But all the Pisces I know always dress even they like dress super unique like I don't even want to say that they they're like not trendy like it's so hard to like describe they don't necessarily follow trends they just have a very unique and kind of like specific taste sometimes you know they experiment with their hair I know I have a specific Pisces friend who had blue hair and then pink hair and things like that but it just worked it just the whole vibe worked vibes were immaculate I had another Pisces friend too had the cutest room and yeah I don't know how else to say any of that but they have really great taste and obviously that can manifest in lots of different ways from you know the way that you decorate your space to the way that you dress and present yourself to also like your Instagram feeds things like that yeah even like having great like recommendations for like movies to watch or like music to listen to of course music how did I miss that (laughs) yeah I was gonna say like I have a friend who is a Pisces moon and rising and she's Libra and like you can always count on her to put on the perfect playlist for whatever the situation is like oh we're driving but like this is the vibe like driving at night she's got the perfect playlist when we were all like on a little girl's trip 
she had the music playing on the boat. Like, literally immaculate playlist. Like, knew how to, like, really just capture the vibe with music. But yeah, Pisces, great taste. You can always come to them for, like, a recommendation, whether it's a book to read, a movie to watch, a TV show. You know, they they know they're good with it. So I think that that concludes this week's episode. So thank you all so much for listening. And we per usual hope that this gave you all the insight you were looking for and, you know, gave you a nice little sneak preview on what to expect for Pisces season. The vibes are definitely like nice in my opinion. I'm looking forward to it and I hope you all are too per usual if you want to stay in the know you know, be prepared for whenever we drop new episodes or just want to know what's happening in in astrology, keep in touch. You know where to find us on Instagram, Astro Millennials, and also at BLME The Stars on Twitter. It is the same thing at BLME The Stars. I'm Astro with a zero instead of an O, J-A-D-E, and Kara is Astro with a zero instead of an O, K-A-R-A. Thank you all so much for listening, and we'll see you all next Monday. And you're going to want to bring some tea for that one because we have a lot to talk about. We'll see you then. Bye.